Hi, and welcome to Auntie B's Advice. Everything you need to know about sex, love, and life. I'm your Auntie B. And on our second episode, we are going to talk about perception. This is a really good one for the guys and the girls. So get your listening ears on. I've got some wisdom to lay down on you, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Be back in a moment. Okay, everyone, let's get started. Have you ever had those moments where you just had kind of a wake-up call? That's what this weekend was for me. You see, I think that even though I pride myself on being very self-aware and very in tune to other people, I've realized that I'm not always good about setting aside my own perceptions and being able to truly, truly empathize and look through the eyes of another person. And I think that's human nature. We all do it, right? We have preconceived notions about who somebody is or what we want them to be. And then it gets clouded with the reality of who they actually are. And that's kind of what this weekend was for me. And I thought it would be a great theme for this podcast. So here's how we're going to start this. I'm first going to tell you a little bit more about my life because it'll help you understand how I came to this conclusion. See, outside of being fabulous, because I am, I'll admit it. Uh, I also am a mom to a special needs child. And growing up with him was difficult. He's on the spectrum. He has Asperger's. And so as a parent, it was very difficult for me to get past the preconceived notion that I had of all the expectations and dreams of this little boy who came into the world that I thought was going to do all of these things. But you know what? He didn't do all those things. He was obstinate. He was stubborn. He was black and white for every single thing. He didn't make eye contact. It wasn't an easy childhood for him and quite honestly for me. And it took a while, but I finally got to a point, he's 20 now, by the way. I finally got to a point where I was able to say, you know what? He is not going to live up to these expectations because those are my expectations for him, not his. And I had to let go of all of those things that I thought he needed to be and just start accepting him for who he was. And when I did that, I was able to see my child in a completely different way. He's quirky, he's funny, smart as fucking hell, but he's not an easy kid. And I don't think he ever will be. And it just dawned on me this weekend that as much compassion and understanding as I have for this child who I have raised for the last 20 years, I'm not always so good about giving that to other people. I think there's this assumption that, well, if you're quote unquote normal, and what I mean by that is what society defines as how people should behave and act, then you should just get it. You should understand what the rules are, the rules of engagement. We should all know them, right? The truth is we often don't. And this is where misunderstanding comes in. This is where resentment comes in. And this is where relationships get into trouble really fucking fast. Because here's the deal. We can't tell somebody, I love you, but I love you if you can be the things that I need you to be. That's not love, folks. Love is saying, I love you for all the reasons that you make me smile. 
I love you for all the reasons that you make me happy. And yes, you may not check every box off on the list, but guess what? I fucking love you still. That's love. And here's where we come into the problem, okay? So we start dating somebody. And every single one of us, and there's not a person out there listening to this who can say that they've never done it, every one of us puts our best foot forward when we meet somebody new. It's human nature. It's what we do. We want to be perceived in the best possible light. The problem with this, though, is that when we wear a mask, when we meet somebody new, when it gets ripped off, which it eventually will, sometimes It's like having that band-aid pulled super fucking fast and you're left blindsided because here you are thinking that you know this person when in reality you know the fantasy of them. So here's how we get around all of this and how we help not only get through the beginning stages of the relationship, but really get into those really great parts of the relationship where we move from lust into love. I can't tell you the number of times that I've said, I'm in love. No, the fuck I wasn't. I was in lust, okay? I was talking with my genitals and not really thinking with my heart. And that is what happens to all of us. My first marriage is a great example. I met this man who I thought was everything that I wanted. He checked every box off the list. He was spontaneous. He was fun. He was quirky. He had a great sense of humor. All the things that I was looking for. And then as time went on and that chemical high that comes with when you're first with somebody started to wear off, I started to see that yes, he was those things, but he was also anal. He was analytical. He was obsessive. He needed to have order in his life. Now I'll be straight up with you guys. I'm a fucking walking tornado. All right. I'm an artist. There is nothing about me that is simple. I'm complicated on every single level and I don't apologize for it. It's who I am. But at the time when I met him, I tried to shove all the things that made me me into a tiny little box and put those away so that I could be the perception of what he needed me to be. And you know what happened? It took a long time to get there, but we ended up divorced. Now we have been able to stay friends over the years and I'm grateful for that. But even just today, he sent me a message. I felt my buttons were pushed. I reacted aggressively because that is how we learned to communicate over years of being together. And then I had to take a step back and I had to go, holy shit, I'm doing it again. I'm reacting out of anger. I'm reacting because I need to be right. I fucking need this man to understand exactly where I'm coming from at any cost. And so you know what I had to do? I had to take a deep breath, I had to pick up my phone, I had to put my pride off to the side, and I had to say, I'm sorry, because I understand where you are coming from, but I need you to see where I'm coming from too. And in that, in doing that, he apologized as well. It is amazing to me how often we see relationships end every day. And a lot of times, relationships never have to end at all. They just need to be worked on because love is fucking work, guys. It is. You know, in my current marriage, one thing that we promised each other, and we've been pretty good about this, and I'm not going to lie and say we haven't had moments. We have. We're human. But we promised each other to really look at the mistakes that we'd made in our first relationships and try as best as we could not to repeat them in this one.
So sometimes it is very uncomfortable to go to my husband and say, you know what? I feel like shit right now. I don't like the tone that you're talking to me, or I don't like how this circumstance ended up. And I need you to hear me. And sometimes his reaction is to listen. Sometimes his reaction is to get defensive. Same as it is for me. But we have got to stop and think, take that moment that we need to take that breath and still give each other the respect to hear one another out. This is a process for me. I admit it, I have a short Cuban fuse and sometimes when my buttons are pushed, I absolutely react first, think later. It's a process that in this coming year, I am going to try very, very hard to work on. One thing I've come to realize is that, yeah, my husband is not always going to be the fantasy guy. That's absolutely okay. He doesn't need to be the fantasy. He needs to be my reality. He needs to be my teammate. He needs to be my friend. I need to be able to look him in the eye and say, you know what? I don't think I'm comfortable with this. Or I'm not feeling okay. And understand that just because I tell him that doesn't mean that his love is going to go away. He has to be able to come to me and say, I'm not okay with this. I'm not feeling okay. And understand that my love is still going to be there for him after it's all said and done. Perception is everything. More wars have been fought in the name of being right than for any other reason. And for some, they, for some reason, as a whole, we can accept that. Because things like politics, religion, we understand where people's convictions can be so strong that they can't let go of them. But somehow, we're not able to give that same understanding when it comes to, quite honestly, the battlefield of love. We are so focused on being heard that we forget to listen. We are so focused on being seen that we forget to watch. It is so vitally important that as we go through our day-to-day lives, in our relationships, not only with our lovers, but our friends, our family, our co-workers, that we stop and try to see through their eyes. And the best advice I can give you folks, the absolute best thing I can tell you, Don't wear the mask to begin with. Don't do it. It's easy to do, I get it. But I want you to understand something. When you're in lust, when you first meet somebody, okay, you go through a chemical high. It is the same thing as if you took a line of coke and snorted it up your nose. And if you don't believe me, there's plenty of research out there to back this up. They have done brain scans that show when we are first falling for somebody, The pleasure center of our brain lights up in the same way as if we are high. So in essence, a new person is just like taking drugs. You can't get enough. You want to touch them. You want to feel them. You want to kiss them. You want to be with them all the fucking time. But here's what happens. Your brain can't survive at that level of dopamine and chemicals flooding it all the time. So that stuff goes away. It has to, so that you can function and be an everyday productive member of society. Where we run into problems though, is that when that starts to happen, if the shift isn't gradual, if it's more of a sudden shift, we all of a sudden start to believe that perhaps this isn't real at all. Perhaps they don't love me. Perhaps they don't really care about me. They're not looking at me the same. They're not touching me the same. What the fuck? 
They just want to sit there and actually have a conversation instead of ripping my clothes off. Something must be wrong. It's not that something is wrong. It's that you're going from that one phase into the next. And quite frankly, that second phase is the most beautiful of all. It is where you learn, can this person be there for me through the good? Can they be there for me through the bad? Can we get out of the bedroom and into real life and be a couple? And that is never anything to fear. So here's what I want you to do, okay? I want you to take a piece of paper. And if you've been in a long-term relationship, I really encourage you to do this because I've done this and trust me, it helps. I want you to write a list of all the reasons that you love your partner right now in this moment. Write it all out. And when you have that fight, because you will, it's going to happen to you, it happens to everybody, and you feel like, holy shit, this isn't working, this is wrong, this is not for me, this is not us, take that list back out, look at it, study it, and if you need to, on another sheet of paper, write all the things that are wrong. Now take a look at that list and ask yourself, is there room for compromise? What can I do to help my partner feel safe and secure, to help these triggers not be triggers at all? What can they do for me to give me that security and that confidence? Then talk. The one thing we forget to do over and over again is just talk. Communication is everything. Just like I had to tell my son, you are perfectly imperfect and I love you exactly the way you are. You, me, our partners have to be able to look each other in the eye and say that same thing. Nobody's perfect, folks. Okay, that exists in fairy tales, on Lifetime movies, and in sexy movies made to make you think that this is what relationships are all about. Real love, the kind that lasts, the kind that makes you want to get up in the morning and smile because you've thought of that person, the kind that makes you want to go to bed at night and lay your head on their chest and listen to the sound of their breathing to help you fall asleep, that's work. And it's not always pretty and it's not always perfect, but God damn, is it worth it? So this is your auntie B talking about perceptions. Try to shift yours just a little bit each day and you will discover that not only will your relationships be stronger, your entire life And who you are as a person is going to be a hell of a lot stronger for it too. Tune in next time. Got lots more to talk about. Bye.